Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are rocking out here on 93.7 The Ticket. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, and uh, it's just it just feels good when Nebraska basketball gets a victory, especially when men and women do it on the same day. Doubled up. Yeah, and then you start to get uh, some good recruiting news out of the Husker football offices. Uh, well, I mean, not, not directly out of their office, but there are some rumors out there that perhaps former Georgia tight end Eric Gilbert uh, may be interested in Nebraska. He did, according to Sean Callahan of On3 and Husker Online, visit over the weekend. Um, and, of course, tight end a big, big um, need for Nebraska if they if they want to get this thing off and running. And it's interesting, too, because they already hosted a tight end from Georgia. So <laughs> it's just kind of weird. Obviously, that Georgia position. Yeah, but that guy went to Georgia. Brock Tech. Bowers is still there. Um, yes. He's going to be. One of the best tight ends I've ever seen. One more year of Brock Bowers. Level. Um, so you're not going to get a whole lot of playing time, maybe on the two tight end set. Darnell Washington is off to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And this whole year, I thought Darnell Washington uh, was Eric Gilbert, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, because they're both giant tight ends. I heard that that other than Brock Bauer, um, that Georgia had a tight end transfer from LSU. He was a huge tight end. And, I'm, mm-hmm. and then I saw Darnell Washington. I was like, that's him. That's, that's the, the guy. One. It wasn't. Eric Gilbert is actually the tight end that they got from LSU, who, uh, who again, because of the tight end depth, because Darnell Washington was there, because Brock Bowers was there. And th- those guys are like co-first team All-Americans. They're just like, yeah, screw it. They're both. They're like, yeah, both uh, them, those two and the guy from Notre Dame. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so their, their tight end room was just uh, All-Americans there. And, of course, uh, um, Bowers won the Mackey Award. Um, but it's uh, at least I think he did. I have to go back and look. We'll have to the, check. The tight end of the year award. Let me see. Um, but in any case, uh, so that's that's kind of jammed it up for um, that position. And Eric Gilbert's a guy. I mean, he's he at one time was the the number five player in in the class of uh, what was that twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one time committed to LSU, I believe, or excuse me, to Florida, uh, and then uh, went to LSU, um, then then uh, transferred over to Georgia. And now he's looking for another landing spot to maybe get a little bit more playing time. Mm-hmm. Uh, six five two fifty. Uh, Brock Byers did win it this year. Just just so you know, yeah, just to yeah. clear that up. Uh, yeah. Nebraska's tight end room, as we've said many times before, like a lot of their other position groups, has bodies, doesn't have a lot of experience. In fact, their most experienced tight end is a walk-on in Nate Borkutcher, and I guess their second most experienced tight end is a guy who's been switching from tight end to receiver to tight end to receiver. Mm. um, Chris Hickman. Chris Hickman. So bringing in somebody who, I mean, again, I'm not going to say that he has more experience than them. He's he's been on a better team. He's probably had... um, um, he, he's had a whole bunch of competition in front of him, and and unlike the the supposed number one tight end in um, in um, Thomas Fedoni, he has been healthy his last two years. Um, and again, that's not to take anything away from Fedoni. Like he was the number one tight end recruit coming out of his class. Who's to say what he's going to end up like uh, if slash when he does see the field? But a guy who has been healthy, who who's been able to practice uh, with his teams the last couple of years could add some much needed depth to that depth 
to that tight end position because, again, until we make it to the first game of the season and until he takes that first snap, I, I don't know what to think of, of Thomas Fedoni. I don't know. I hope he'll make it through the offseason without another injury, but it's just been back-to-back years with, with knee injuries. So um, adding adding a guy with the size of Eric Gilbert would really add to Nebraska's tight end room, especially with Satterfield talking about how they're going to get back to huddling. They're going to get back to, to you know running the ball, and they want to get back to using the tight ends. You, you're going to want to get more experienced, larger tight ends because if you're going to run it, if you're going to have tight ends, you're going to need guys who not only can catch but can also block on the edge of the offensive line. And he seems like that kind of guy. I mean, again, like you said, the the number five recruit in the 2020 class as a tight end is uh, – pretty high praise for for somebody even if he didn't get a lot of playing time down at Georgia yeah and I think it was uh was on three that it might have been on three I forget which uh, service it was where he was the highest rated tight end ever um so that's the that's the kind of you know expectations he had he also had a big spring game for Georgia this year and so there were again that's why there, there started kind of being rumors out there what he could do mm-hmm. uh, on the football field in I that mean, his tight end fr- room <laughs> his freshman year so he didn't play 2021 uh, his freshman year in 2020 had 35 receptions for 368 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, a long of 25, averaged about 10 and a half per catch. You remember that's a tight end number, so I know if you're thinking what you got to remember outside of wide receivers, outside of Brock Bowers, you're not thinking you know, you know, a thousand yard receiver or anything. Mm-hmm. A, a 360 yard year, that's a pretty darn good year for a tight end. Yeah, that's that's really good year. So that's that's a little bit on air. I mean, it's just the one season last year. Uh, this last season, he didn't get. I think he had yeah two catches, sixteen yards, one touchdown. Yeah, that's it. But then again, he had Brock Bowers and um, Washington, Wash- Darnell Washington, Washington yeah. in front of him. <laughs> so it's 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 interesting. It's it's it, I I think you could do worse than plucking uh, guys off of Georgia or Florida, which they you know they did Georgia specifically because they won the national championship and where their where their program is. But uh, it, it's also you know it just keeps on adding to hey the SEC. It's like there's a this is a heavy transfer portal. You know, SEC or even, you know, if you go in that area, the south with Billy Kemp, you throw him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of the southern region. Uh, they're going for uh, pretty heavy over there. We'll see. I mean, this is this is what um, I, 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 you know, I, I think there are still a few holes that you think maybe they could add uh, a linebacker. Maybe they can, you know, st- still obviously need a, a tight end. It would be helpful to get somebody in replacing, you know, Walter Rouse, who ultimately dipped on them. So there's still a few more needs of the transfer portal. But I think, you know, I think this has been pretty well identified from the staff. And, and I'll say this again about Scott Frost. Um, his tenure obviously didn't work out well to here, but I thought he was pretty good at identifying holes in the roster and at least getting um, guys in there with potential. Now, not all these guys are going to mm-hmm. turn out. Not all the Frost guys turned out, but um, you know, I thought that was something that Nebraska's done well as of late, and it looks like they're uh, they're continuing with that. And, and you also love just to hear the you know a former five star. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he just needs um, the right the right coaching, the right uh, the right opportunity to start shining. And and there's no better example of that than Trey. Palmer. I mean, he was yeah. he was a former big time recruit. Um, couldn't get playing time at LSU, and then you know shows up here as the first, uh, well, second thousand yard receiver mm-hmm. in Nebraska history. Yeah. Um, so I just reading up more on Eric Gilbert. He transferred twice, kind of. Um, so after he was at LSU for the 2020 season, he decided to transfer. He went to Florida for a couple of weeks, or at least was was saying he was transferring to Florida. 
and then re-entered his name in the portal. He he had not they had not started classes. He was not on campus or anything. Um, so then he re-entered his name in the portal, and that's when he ended up going to Georgia. Um, so he's transferred twice in like the same year. Um, but again, was not on campus. Was not um, taking taking part in any practices or anything with Florida. So kind of a strange situation there. But yeah, then then later on he he announced he was going to Georgia, and um, after a standout season with LSU. Didn't uh, didn't see much time on the field, if all. I mean, really, not not any at all with the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Although he's been on the team for for two years, so he's he's been there for the two championships. He's got two rings. Yeah, not a lot of time to play though. Along with uh, you know, R.J. Sherman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. A lot of championship uh, uh, rings maybe heading into the locker room for Nebraska. That can't hurt. Um, other transfer news is kind of interesting to see where a lot of these guys are landing. Uh, specifically, uh, Hank Bachmeyer uh, lands uh, to play for Sonny Crumbie at Louisiana Tech. Maybe thrown out there to Decoldus Crawford, and it's particularly interesting, of course, because Louisiana Tech's going to head to Nebraska this year. Um, and you just kind of think about. Some of those those teams that maybe we've overlooked, and and you just kind of you know naturally thinking, okay, that that's a non power five opponent at home. That's mm-hmm. a schedule W. Um, that could be a difficult game for Nebraska. That's not that's not going to be an easy one, I don't think. They're going to bring an air raid in, so this um, you know this three three five, it, it better be ready. That's early on in the season. Obviously, Nebraska's going to be well battle tested by then because they open up with Minnesota and Colorado. But uh, Hank Bachmeyer, that's that's a four year starter. Uh, a lot of experience, big pickup for Sonny Crumbie. Hank Bachmeyer is one of those stories where started hot as a freshman, and everybody thought this is going to be the future of college football. This is going to be the number one uh, player drafted in a couple of years when he's actually able to opt out, or not opt out, but able to declare for the NFL draft. And then uh, a, a slow decline, unfortunately, at Boise State. I, again, still putting up numbers, still winning games, but um, lost his starting job his senior year and decided to transfer a couple of games in to, to the season at Boise State. Um, took a while. He was the number one quarterback in the transfer portal for a while until all the other quarterbacks started entering. Took him a while to find a landing spot. But, yeah, now he lands with an air raid offense down at uh, down in Louisiana. It's going to be... It's going to be really fun to see a, a player like Hank Bachmeyer and hopefully a healthy Decoldus Crawford uh, take the field at Nebraska. Yeah, I was just going to look it up real quick. What, what time those games were? Because another another quarterback news, and this was you know maybe yesterday or a few days ago. Um, Baby Tua, as he's been known as a referred mm-hmm. here, uh, Talia Tagalavoa, also returning to to Maryland. So Nebraska's football schedule um, is gonna it's gonna have some impressive returning quarterbacks on it. Um, you know, you, you, you throw out um, uh, Deion Sanders' son because their their starter actually just went to transfer portal. Colorado started last year, um, so it looks like even more. Uh, so it looks like uh, you know the, the younger Sanders is going to start there. Um, it, it, it it's 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 going to be kind of an impressive run of quarterbacks for Nebraska as they get going there. Uh, another one that was kind of interesting to me: Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders, um, who has just been at Oklahoma State forever. So it feels like I don't want to see him. You know, I don't feel like I could see him <laughs> in another. Uh, uniform but modern day college football you have to get used to it but surprisingly you don't see this often he said nah, there's a starter over there at old mills that's starting in the sec had a pretty good year I- i'm gonna go take his job you know jackson what? dart let's do it jackson dart has started over at old miss and spencer sanders is basically 
again, a starter in the portal. That's a guy that you're expecting to find a landing spot to start. Um, wants the challenge. He wants to go take on uh, take on uh, um, Jackson Dart over there at Ole Miss. And, and for Lane Kiffin, it's been a, a good year uh, plus in, mm-hmm. in recruiting these guys because he also got Walker Howard, the LSU transfer. What is going on? It's a big battle there for, what is for happening? Lane Kiffin. What is Lane, what is Lane <laughs> Kiffin? And, what are Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss doing? You had Spencer Sanders who – out of those three, I would start Spencer Sanders at the yeah. quarterback position. Jackson's Dart, Jackson Dart, the uh, former uh, USC Trojan, had a pretty good year at Ole Miss, and then Walker Howard, who had a pretty good season at LSU, also at Ole Miss. What are you doing? What are you What are you doing? I, you have three starters, pretty much. Well, not pretty much. You have three starters on your roster at the quarterback position. Obviously, you can only choose one. Having a backup would be really nice. But is one of them going to transfer again? <laughs> after the after the spring uh, uh, practices and everything are over, or are you going to see Jackson Dart transfer again? Is he going to be a, a, a third time trans, second time transfer from USC to Ole Miss to somewhere else? What's going on? We could see it. There's a lot more Oliver Martins than there were like I under, Oliver Martins. Like I understand the competition, but three? Yeah, at the quarterback position. And Nebraska's got two of them, <laughs> so maybe it's uh, all right. It's it's more. And by the way, Jeff Sims signed the 1890 initial with the initiative as well. Um, yeah, so good news there um, as that quarterback battle will rage on. I I can't wait for that. That's that's uh, and of course you're gonna have to wait till summer to really get Casey thrown in there, but. That's that's interesting. I mean, and and, and obviously you, you like to have that those those, those long time starters in there. After we saw last season, what can happen if you you lose your your starters? So, all right, let's take a quick break. Uh, more toe talk on the crossover coming up next on the Ticket Water Cooler.